Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 8888352414. This is Learning with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about 10 ways to get more engagement. Building a blog is a serious process, especially if you're doing it the right way. Now, I can tell you that it's rewarding to get people not only to consume your content, but also to interact, to be engaged. Having that that engaged audience really gives you the energy to keep producing great content. But it's not something that just happens. It is something that can be orchestrated. I've learned a few things about doing this over the last few years, and I want to share with you 10 ways to get more engagement. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. All right, all right, I am ready to go. It is 7.48 at night, and I took a two-hour nap, so I feel kind of energetic right now, probably a little more energetic than normal. So if you hear some excitement in my voice, some extra enthusiasm, then you know it's because I'm (laughs) well-rested. Anyhow, before I get into the content, I just want to talk about something really quick because I think it's pretty cool. For anyone that's interested in podcasting, I am right now using a different mic than I I ever use. I, I normally use a Rode Procaster mic, which is a great mic. Uh, it costs $229 on Amazon, and I've been using that mic for a, a while, and I love it. It's awesome. But then I heard about this relatively new mic called the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. A very long name, I know. Um, It's a dynamic microphone, but what I like about this microphone, um, just so that it's not too techy, because that's not what this podcast episode is about, it is both USB and XLR. Now, when I started podcasting, I started with a simple USB mic. It was a Rode Podcaster, $229 also. Um, But then I eventually upgraded my my equipment where I'm now using a mixer so that I can bring in music and all that kind of stuff. Um, As I'm recording it, I can um, do things like say, hey, you want to hear the number? Here's the number to call the hotline, and that number is... 888-835-2414. See, that's not something that I had to edit in afterwards in post-production. It's something that I'm doing live because of the setup that I have. Now, this microphone is USB, so if you're just trying to get started um, and, and you don't want to invest a bunch of money, this is a $43.60 microphone <laughs> that you can plug directly into your computer and just start recording using Audacity or any other free um, recording pro, uh, software. All right, so it has that USB capability, but 
if you do decide to upgrade in the future, you can plug it into your mixer because it has that XLR output. You don't have to worry about all the details right now. The main thing is it's a great microphone to get started with. It costs less than $50. It's $43.60. And I wanted to share that with you because if you are thinking about getting into podcasting, I highly recommend this mic. I'm going to be doing a, a more detailed uh, review of the microphone, but that's just you know some additional information. I'm testing it out on this episode so you can hear the quality of the, the sound that I'm getting from it. It's not much worse than the, the microphone that I paid $229 for. So in my opinion, a great buy. That's the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. I'm going to have a, a link to that in the show notes for this episode. This is episode 101. So just go to becomeablogger.com slash 101101, and that will take you to this episode. So I'm going to be talking about 10 ways to get more engagement. And the reason I'm doing this is because Warren Gibbons from Saltwater Aquariumsexplained.com called in a question to the hotline about this topic. And I figured, hey, I might as well record a full episode on this topic because there's so much that can be said about it. So I'm going to play his, num- uh, play his uh, message and then I'm going to get into the content. But just as a reminder, if you have questions, if you have a comment that you would like me to share on the show or the question that you would like me to answer on the show, you can always call the hotline and that number is... 888-835-2414. So let's get to Warren's question. Take it away, Warren. Hi, Leslie. My name is Warren Gibbons from saltwateraquariumsexplained.com. And the reason I'm calling is uh, I want to learn how to get more engagement with my email list, uh, get them to reply to email to emails that I send, get them to click on links more. Um, and also for uh, getting comments on blog posts and comments on YouTube videos. Um, I've recently purchased to become a blogger course and I'm loving it. Uh, love your, love your podcast, your whole relaxed personality. I know I need to relax more when I'm doing videos. Um, I got, you know, you talked about it, that we make that video face or, <laughs> so I'm working on that. Um, but that's the main thing, trying to get more engagement um with uh with my blog that url is a squeeze page and my blog is over at a different url at saltwateraquariumsecrets.com thanks very much leslie love your show keep up the work thank you your big help Awesome. Thank you so much for calling in that question, Warren. That's a question that a lot of people are probably wondering about. So I figured I'm going to do a full episode on this because it's that important. When you're blogging, it's so great to get that engagement, but it's not something that just happens. It is something that you can orchestrate. And I want to give you 10 ways that I think you can go about um, getting more engagement at your blog, with your email list, and all that fun stuff. So you guys ready? Uh, you might have to take out a piece of pen and a, and a paper and start taking notes on these 10 ways. Or you can come back to the show notes at becomeablogger.com slash episode 101. Let's get into it. First, I'm going to cover some of the really basic stuff. I mean, it just makes sense. Number one, get more traffic. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Ah, oh, traffic, it's, it's so hard to get. Uh, or, or that's something that takes time. Yes, it does take time. Here's the thing. 
having 100 people coming to your site a day is great. Having 1,000 people is even better. Having 10,000 is even better. Here's the thing. More, most people are not going to engage in a way that you're going to see. So for every comment you get on your blog, there are probably 10, 15, 100 people that are thinking the same thing but aren't taking the time to comment. So as you get more traffic, you will get more engagement if you know you have a blog that's worth reading and worth engaging with. All right. So point number one, get more traffic. How do you do that? In the last episode, episode... Um, is this episode 101? Did I mess something up here? Let me check something because I might be leading you guys astray and I don't want to lead you astray. That that would just be wrong. Um, so, okay, sweet. Yes, it is. Now, episode 99. So becomeablogger.com slash episode 99. I recorded a podcast episode um, entitled How I Get Over 50,000 Monthly Visitors to My Blog using free traffic sources. This is a great episode where I go through every single strategy that I have implemented to get free traffic to my biology blog, and I give you all of the juicy details. So go to episode 99 if you are struggling with traffic, if you want to know what kind of things you can do. So I'm not going to cover that in this episode, but just to give you somewhat of an idea. With my biology blog, I went through and looked at the stats, and to date, I've had approximately half a million unique visitors. All right? Now, from those half a million unique visitors, I have less than 7,000 comments on my blog. So about 6,800 and something. I don't remember the exact number, but it's less than 7,000 from half a million. And then on Become a Blogger, of course, with Become a Blogger, you're going to have people that are more likely to comment because they're used to blogs and all that fun stuff. Um, So on Become a Blogger, on the blog that I currently have there on the main site, I've had about 230, 228,000 unique visitors. And from those 228,000 unique visitors, over 7,000 comments. So what, I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to illustrate is the fact that the more traffic you get, the more visitors, I mean, the more engagement you're going to get because there's a significant amount of the people that are reading your blog that will never say anything. They're just passive consumers. And there's not a problem with that. But you will see as your traffic builds, your engagement uh, is also going to increase. So that's number one, get more traffic. Number two, this is another fundamental part once again, create great content. I know you've heard me say it over and over again, but the fact is if your content sucks, people won't care enough to engage. Your content has to be high-quality content. Your content has to be um, unique it has to have a unique selling proposition, okay? People that are coming to your blog need to get something from you that they're not getting anywhere else. So you want to make sure that your content is great, your content is unique. And as you, number one, get more traffic, if your content is great, people are going to be more likely to engage with your content. So those are some of the basic things, the two basic things. Get more traffic, um, create great content, and you hear me say that, create great content over and over because I firmly believe in that concept. I'm all about creating content that's going to inspire others and even change the world. (laughs) 
Okay, that was kind of creepy. Let's move on to point number three. And this is one that I just kind of started to, um, I started thinking about more because I went to New Media Expo and I, I sat in a, a, a talk, a presentation that was done by John Morrow. And this is something he emphasized and I never really thought about it um, at least, you know, intentionally thought about it in my writing. It's something that I've done, but now I think about it more and I think about how can I orchestrate this um, specifically in a way that um, I'm making a conscious effort to do this. And that is create emotional content. Create emotional content. Now, I don't know if you've been on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and see things like, you know, these cat videos. Why are these cat videos so popular? Well, it's the kind of stuff where you look at it and you say, oh, it's so cute. My, my wife is always looking at these cat videos or little animals that are doing cute things or videos of little babies. I just w- was on Facebook just now and I saw a, a video of a little girl that was sleeping. And then when the Gangnam Style um, music came on on the radio, she got up and started dancing. <laughs> it was awesome, this little baby. Um, but it's something that tugs on your emotional strings. It tugs on your your heart and it makes you really connect with what's going on. Now, if you can create that kind of content, that will increase engagement because people start to connect with you. And when people connect with you and and get emotionally involved, they are more likely to engage with you. You are more likely to connect with your to, to engage with your friends than someone that's a random stranger. And when you can create this type of emotional content, that really draws people in. Now, I remember um, uh, uh, in April of 2010, I think it was, uh, my dad got ill and I had to leave the country and uh, go down to Colombia to be with him in a hospital. That was a very emotional time in my life. And I shared that with my audience. Now, I didn't share it because I thought to myself, hmm, if I share this with them, I can get them to interact more. And, you know, that will translate in more money or something of that sort. No, I was just sharing, you know, something that was on my heart because my blog is a part of me. It is a, something, it, it's something that's on my heart. So I want to share that with the people that I am interacting with on a daily basis at my blog and so on. I was sharing myself and you guys responded. I had a lot of positive feedback from it. It's a way to connect with people. Now, another way of doing it is tapping into what your audience is feeling. Your audience may be really stressed out. Now, um, Warren, you have a Saltwater Aquariums blog and website and, and squeeze page and a list and all that kind of stuff. Now, you can talk about the fact that research shows, and I just did a quick search before doing this episode, that aquariums, uh, people with aquariums have a lower blood pressure. There are all kinds of therapeutic effects. It calms children, uh, children's um, Alzheimer's patients do better when they have uh, an aquarium with fish. You know, these are things that are, are, are emotional. And the more of those types of things that you can share, the better. If people are bought into you emotionally, they will be more likely to engage with you. Okay, so that's number three, create emotional content. Number four goes along with number three, and that is facts tell, stories sell. Stop giving just the facts. 
if that's what you're doing. You know, if you're talking about saltwater aquariums, uh, it's not all about just the dimensions and the type of waters, but you want to use stories to provide the facts. Um, you, you know, in the Bible, it's it's this is part of the reason why Jesus was such a popular dude. I mean, he spoke in parables. He 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 told a lot of stories, and those stories, whether you believe it or not. Those have been circulated for years and years. They're still being circulated today because stories sell. And when I say sell, I don't just mean selling in exchange for money, but I mean convincing people and engaging with people and all of that kind of stuff. Tell stories. Now, uh, if I were someone that's blogging about saltwater aquariums, I mean, did you go on a journey sometime recently and saw a very cool fish? Well, talk about the journey and then mix in the facts about the fish. It's not all about, you know, the color of the fish, the size of the fish, the species of the fish. No, it's about the story. And the more stories you use, the more people are going to remember, the more they're going to identify, the more they're going to be able to see themselves in the shoes of whoever is writing and, and connect with that person and want to engage even more. So... Number one, two, three, four, four, <laughs> tell stories. Don't just share the facts. Number five, a very logical one. It's a very simple thing. It's the simplest thing that a lot of people miss. If you want something, if you want comments, if you want people to reply to your email, if you want them to do something specific, ask them to do it. Don't just assume that they're going to do it. Um, so one way you can do this is you have a blog post. You end your blog post with a question. Of course, if no one is coming to your blog, um, then no one is going to answer the question. But over time, as you build that traffic, as you build your home base, more and more people are going to be there and more, more and more people are going to actually respond to that question. So ask questions. If you're just starting out doing this, you may want to ask something very small and simple, something that is not something that they have to think about for weeks or hours or whatever the case might be, but something that's really easy to answer. Like, which one do you prefer, the blue fish or the yellow fish? <laughs> I don't know. Something of that sort. And then as your audience gets to know you, you can start asking more involved questions. Okay? So it's a process. Ask the questions get the answers, and build from there. So that's point number five. Point number six extends from point number five. Now, when you're asking your questions, and this is something that I've tested, something that I've noticed when I send out my emails, um, some things that I notice when I post on Facebook or multiple, you know, and that is this. Ask for only one thing. When I send out an email and that email is focused and it has one clear call to action, I get a higher click-through than when I you know, talk about one thing, have a link, talk about something else, have another link. For some reason... By doing by, 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 by spreading their attention, you get less of a response to either of them. So it's not as if you get the same amount to the first and less to the second, at least not in my experience. When you send out multiple, when you give multiple call to actions, it seems as if people get confused. I don't know what it is exactly, um, but I have found by just asking one thing, 
I get a higher response. I get more engagement. So if you're asking a question, if you're asking them to do something, let it be one thing and let it be focused on whatever the content of that blog post or that email was. That's point number six. Point number seven, if you want more engagement, if you want more comments, then respond to all of your comments. When people see that you are actively in there and responding to comments, they are going to be more likely to leave comments. You know, you go to a lot of popular bloggers and, and they get a lot of comments and they don't respond to those comments. It's just as if they put on a show, people come there, they see, they they comment and and that's it. There's no interaction. Respond to all your comments. This is something, you know, there are different perspectives on this. Um, it, it, it doesn't, it, it's not as hard, especially in the beginning when you're not getting a lot of comments. But over time, when you start getting more traffic, when you start getting more engagement, that becomes much more of a task. But for me, I consider it to be a, a priority, so I respond to every single comment that I see on my blog, every single comment in my members area. If you go into the Become a Blogger members area right now, there are, a, there are exactly, not about, there are exactly 3,827 comments. Half of those comments are my responses to questions and comments and, and, and input that people are giving. All right. So when people see that, you know, I, I don't know how many times I've had people say, I can't believe you respond to all your comments. And my response is, this is important. If you're going to take the time as someone that's coming to my blog, as someone that's a member in my 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 um, my program, and you're going to take the time to ask a question, I believe I should be there to answer that question especially if it's something that's paid, even if it's something that's free. If you go to a, become a blogger blog and you leave a comment um, that's relevant, that's not just great posts or, um, hey, come and check out my blog. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of those recently. Uh, if you leave a comment, if you take that time, I want to reciprocate and show you that you know I care about your comment and, and I'm going to take the time to respond. And when people see that, they are more likely to respond um, to, to ask questions, to engage, and so on. Uh, tip number eight. We have only three more to go. You know, that was seven, and that was a lot of stuff, but let's continue. Number eight, engage with others. What do I mean by this? This kind of, you know, goes on from this whole respond to all your comments thing, but this takes it to the next level. You want to go out there and find other blogs in your niche uh, things that are relevant to what you're blogging about, and you comment on those blogs. It's not all about people coming to you. You can go to people, and if someone has a blog, they are more likely to be someone that is going to leave a comment. And if someone is coming to their blog and they see your comment and your comment is insightful and they're the type of person that reads comments and, and leaves comments, then the, the, the likelihood of them coming to your blog and leaving a comment is significantly higher. So find other blogs in your niche to comment on. Um, go to online communities where your target audience is and engage with those individuals. Go out there. It's not just about what's happening on your blog. You want to go out there. If those people are you know, excited or passionate enough about the topic to be involved in online communities, they are more likely to leave comments on your blog. 
if they are engage, if they are already engaging around that particular topic, they're going to be more likely to engage on your blog also. So that's number eight. Number nine, and this is something that I learned from my friend Pat Flynn over at SmartPassiveIncome.com, and that is do something special for your audience. And he calls this random acts of kindness. You know, and this is something, it just adds that extra personal touch. You know, send someone, someone that left a comment, send them a personal email. I'm not talking about, you know, an autoresponder or anything of that sort. Go check out their blog, see what they're doing. Send them an email um, that's related to maybe their comment or related to something that you know that they are interested in or passionate about and show them that you want, you're there and you want to do something special for them. When you treat people special, they feel special, they feel more connected to you, and when they are more connected to you, or when they feel more connected to you, they are more likely to engage with you. So that's number nine. That also means that we only have one more tip. But this is going to be the what I want to call it, something really special. This is going to be the icing on the cake. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> and that is something that I learned from Gary Vaynerchuk, um, the author of Crush It!, the author of The Thank You Economy. In Crush It!, he had a chapter, and the entire chapter was one word. And that one word was care care. It's something so simple. Just care. Care about the people that are coming to your blog. Care about your target audience. Care about what you're doing. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. This goes back to number nine, doing something special for your audience. You know, um, one of the things that I do um, for anyone, well, not anyone, but for many of the people that um, have purchased the Become a Blogger premium program is I've actually called them up on the phone and I've tried call I've call, I've called I don't even know how many members I've called so far um, but I called them up on the phone just to see how they are doing to thank them for making the purchase not to sell them anything but to show them that I care about their success I care about them accomplishing um, what they're trying to accomplish online and then I say, hey, do you have any questions that you'd like me to answer? And sometimes they have questions. Other times they don't have questions and they're just impressed with the fact that I care enough to call. If you care for your audience, you will stand out. Those are my 10 tips. I want to recap on those 10 tips. Tip number one. Get more traffic. The more traffic you get, the more the more engagement you're going to have. Most people aren't going to engage. So get more traffic. Episode 99. Becomeablogger.com slash episode 99. Number two, create great content. If your content sucks, people won't care about it and they won't be engaged. Number three, create emotional content. What can you do to tug on those emotional strings? Create emotional content. Number four, facts tell, stories sell. So tell stories as you are you know, creating your content, whether it's videos, audios, um, uh, written content, tell stories. Number five, ask for whatever it is you want. If you want comments, ask for the comments. If you want people to um, click on a link, ask them to click on the link. Um, number six, when you're asking, 
ask for only one thing. Keep it simple. You want to focus your content or your blog post, your 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 podcast episode on one particular thing and ask them that one thing. Number 7, you want people to comment, respond to the comments that you are already getting. Respond to all of your comments. Number 8, engage with others. Engage with others. Find other blogs to comment on. Go to other on- online communities where people are passionate about that topic and engage with them. Number nine, do something special, something special for your audience. And number 10, care. So that's that. those are my 10 tips. Now, taking my own advice about asking one question, I am going to do that right now. And my question for you is, what are you doing to increase engagement on your blog? Come on over to becomeablogger.com slash episode 101 and let me know. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. You know, I hope you got a ton, and I mean a ton of value from it. And not only that, but I hope you're going to take action on these 10 tips so that you can increase the engagement at your blog. If you take action on any of these things, let me know. I want to hear about it. So come back to the blog, becomeablogger.com, and let me know. As usual, this episode is brought to you by my 10 free videos on how to become a blogger over at freebloggingvideos.com, where you get to watch me. You get to watch my screen. I mean, you're looking at my screen as I'm doing this, as I'm showing you step by step how to get your domain name, how to get a web host, how to install WordPress, how to optimize your settings, install plugins, set up feed burners, start creating content that can inspire others, and even change the world. And while you're at it, you know, you can set the foundation for a successful online business because that is a part of what, what we're trying to do online so get started today freebloggingvideos.com and if you have any blogging questions you can leave them right there in the free members area and you will get an answer directly from me because i respond to my comments hey you get that huh (laughs) Um, so this is leslie samuel from becomeablogger.com that's it for this episode until next time take care and god bless Two, four, one, four.